right, good Thursday afternoon, everybody. It is Memorial Day weekend. Oh, Finally. We made it. We made it. I'm Andrew Dow, Saunders and Associates, and it is time for our Happening in the Hamptons podcast, our weekly breakdown of the Hamptons market, new listings, and events on the East End. And it is finally summer. It feels like summer. It looks like summer. It's the best time to be in the Hamptons. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the Hamptons, in the market, and joining us today is Steve Glick, Dave Retiner. And once again, always good to have you both. Ed Brule and Jen Wilson, thanks so much for being with us. Great to be here. Uh, excited, I assume, about the summer. And let's start with uh, Watermill Crossing, which is uh, a huge opportunity, I would call it, for, for people yep. looking to buy in the Hamptons. You both represent this. We're finally seeing ground broken. Construction is underway. Properties are in contracts. So give us an update on what's happening with Watermill Crossing. Nice. Well, okay, thank you. That was awesome. And it, first off, it is so great to be in the, in the midst of summer, right? We're finally here and we can gather this summer, mm -hmm. yeah. which is kind of cool. So Steve and Dave and the marketing team, they've already laid us out. So I think we've already got a lineup for a Friday and a Sunday gig for the uh, Watermill Crossing this weekend. But is it rocking? Yeah, it's rocking. You know, we've got eight deals done. Yep. We've got multiple units out there. We've got a showroom in Southampton. We've got showings happening regularly. We broke ground. Tractors are moving around. So it's been fun to sell them. It's been fun to show them. And, you know, Jen and I are doing our thing. So. It's unbelievable how much interest is. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. It's, well, it's going to, it's just going to make the. That, sorry to interrupt. It's okay. The other condo and townhome properties are sold out. You cannot find something brand new in the market that is a townhome or a condo right now. I think one of the key things I was talking to a couple of people about, you know, some of these condo units that do exist. And I was like, well, can you rent those? And he said, no, you can't rent them. And but when I hear about Watermill Crossing, the key thing to me is that they're rentable. Like you could rent them out. Like if yeah. you if you purchase one of those and you want to rent it out for the summer, um, you can. So it's a great way to have it as an investment. Um, cause they're rentable and these kind of units, you know, that's, that's a rare thing. And you know, we, most of the people that we have, uh, sold to so far are not doing that, but mm -hmm. the ability to it's be nice to, to know, just nice to, know. to know. Yeah. I'm not saying do it, but I'm just saying Definitely. it's nice to know that in, in, in the summer, if you don't want to use it for whatever reason, you have the option to rent it out. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think that makes it a home run. And I think the thing that people miss on watermill crossing is how cool that, uh, area where, um, no one done it. Yeah, no one done it. Like how cool that is. Like with provisions you have there, and you have the um, you soul have cycle, the soul cycle, Hampton Coffee Crust. You have Ete Bistro. Yeah, like that. I don't place think a lot of people knew a pop in place. There, that was that was just land, right? It was just an overgrown mm -hmm. lot. And mm -hmm. once you cleared it out and you saw how big and expansive that is, I mean, it's like almost... It's a why little did over that, six acres. Yeah, it's almost like, yeah. why didn't this happen sooner? Right. Because the location is perfect. And I'm and you, sure that that helps with... I have to say that this, this development is probably going to be <clears throat> one of the last out here. I can't imagine that towns are going to keep mm. allowing big developments like this. No. So because the latch is sold out, because Bishop's Pond is sold out, this this is selling quickly. Well, it's years in the making, and we're excited to see it come to fruition, to see it happen. And uh, you guys talk about the area. One of the key things is also there's a jitney stop right there. 
So you could take the jitney in and out of the city. You don't even need a car, There's and you have everything that you need is right there in Watermill at your fingertips. So, so, so you got Hampton Coffee there. <clears throat> Easy. Yeah. I, I go out of my way to drive over into that area just to go to Hampton Coffee every morning. Yeah, I, out I, of my way. I love I love that point because we often, you know, Jen Jen and I sell in other houses. The hot new thing is coming out of the woods and into Fringe, right? Let's get get closer to the villages. Yeah, but this is in the village. Mm -hmm. literally in the village so once you're actually built and we're we're living in units you're not just walking to the fringe you're already in the village you walk to provisions you walk to green thumb you walk to you know the jitney Jitney stop so i I just love to be able to center and to have a new construction site with three floors so back to the basics right 2500 2800 square feet four bedrooms fully loaded you get all three floors you can customize it how much? How much? Time. Give us a price. Two one to two eight has been the range so okay. far. Multiple deals in over two five. Nice. Um, yeah, it's been exciting, and I think the maintenance at thirty nine hundred dollars is going to be the annual taxes, and a thousand dollars a year is a thousand dollars a month is maintenance. Those are both very affordable numbers. Yeah. You're all for a new, about sixteen grand a year for a new construction mm-hmm. unit that you can rent and carry. So I love it. And then back to you, you guys usually ask me, but it's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Who's buying it? We don't know whether the older couple's buying it for the the forty five year old, you know, kids, or the forty five year old kids are buying it for the older couple. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of cute because it's it families have been buying it for themselves, and it's kind of neat to see. It. It's just another second house for the family, and it's a safe investment. And they've been they've been you know enjoying it. We've touched on this before, but just a quick rundown of the amenities. I know there's a great um, pool, uh, and and talk to us a little bit about what the community itself offers and sure. what's nearby. So there is a beautiful clubhouse mm-hmm. with a great room that has twenty um, foot ceilings with French doors that open up to the pool area. The pool has a spa. Um, and the clubhouse also has a gym and a women's and uh, men's locker room. So super nice. That's and, cool. and it has a media room so people can really use the, the clubhouse. Nice. And who is the builder, like a well-known reputable builder? Yes. Racanelli builders and the developers are oh, Jeff yeah. Suchman and Jim Stanton who have developed a lot. Yeah. All right, right. So let's, let's broaden out a little bit to the, the market as a whole. What are you guys seeing as we enter the summer season. Obviously, the, the, the COVID craze is behind us, right? So uh, what are you guys seeing as far as the market big picture? I'd say big picture is the market is changing. Okay. Definitely. And the, it's shifting. Um, more and more inventory is coming on. And it seems to be shifting sort of to a buyer's market where in the past over two years, it's been a seller's market. Mm-hmm. Is that a gradual shift or like a, a, a more, uh, like, are you, in other words, are you going to say, listen, by the end of summer, it's going to be a buyer's market, or is this something that's going to take several months and will happen gradually at different that, price that's points? A, that's a good question. So I think in real estate, everything in, 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 at least in my opinion is in a three month cycle. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take about three months for us to move from what was once a massive seller's market to, I think eventually will become a buyer's market. Okay. And that's because... Just look at the numbers you guys and we present to the market. We used to have 60 to 80 trades a week and the inventory was 17 to 20 coming on. Now we have 17 to 20 trades a week and we have 40 to 50 inventory units coming on. So we've got a massive pivot. So what what does that tell you? Here's, Here's the takeaway. If you're listening and you're a seller, you want to price it as close to market as possible right now. 
like waiting for the buyers to come chase you is never going to happen anymore. You're going to end up chasing right. them down. And if you don't come down right now and get to their number, they're going to force you lower. Right. So you've got to move pricing. And this goes to the rental question too. And I know we're going to touch this. There's yeah. so much inventory in the rental market because everybody thought the COVID premium was automatically capturable forever. It isn't, right? If you're a $100,000 rental for the summer and you got 180 because of COVID, mm. get back to 100. Right. Get right now. Get back Definitely. to 100 and get it rented because you're going to miss it thinking you're going to leave it at 140 and not get it. So hit. is that your advice? Because we're getting a lot of questions. We have a lot of renters out there that have not rented their home yet. Memorial Day weekend and they're like, oh my gosh, my house did not rent. Yeah, to, what I, what I, is that to I, do? So I, are you I, trying to say that? Hey, they're, they're pricing it for two years ago with their fetching, yeah. and now they got to go bring it back down to yeah, what they were in 2018. And there's more inventory than there was. Yeah, two, two, things, two things. One is the price is wrong. We're all mispriced on the rental side because we're using COVID comps. Right. Okay. And, and we, we continue to think, us brokerages, that the average customer wants to rent from Memorial Day to Labor Day or July 1 to July 30. They don't. They don't. They want to rent for four to eight days now. And they'll pay a crazy premium for a week or two weeks in July Interesting. versus paying for Memorial Day to Labor Day. So that's why VRBO and Airbnb is <clears> taking <throat> such a divot out of the brokerage community because that's short-term rentals live. But the goal is to bring your rental into a two-week window. Put, mm -hmm. it, put a nice premium on it for sure. the two weeks you want to rent it and take that money. At least get some income. Like to not right. rent it for the summer is going to be painful. Reprice it. Put it at smaller blocks of time and try to get some traction. Yeah. It's interesting because it's still it's still early. The inventory has been outpacing the sales for only three weeks. Correct. But it seems obvious that where it's heading. It seems at least at least yes. my your pulse. Your, yeah. your fingers on the pulse though. You're yeah. close. We're, Us too. We we felt right. it about three to four weeks ago. Good notice. Now the numbers are starting to show it. I right. wanna I wanna address one thing that that I've heard from people that have been looking for houses for the last couple of years and they go, I'm going to wait for the market to turn. I'm going to wait for prices to drop. Now, I think there's a difference between shifting from a seller's market to a buyer's market, but are we going to see the, a, a significant decrease in what house values are just because there's a shift in the market? I think that the houses that need work mm -hmm. that are overpriced have to come way down. Okay. Because people with higher interest rates, they want to save their cash to do the renovations. Right. So those, those prices for houses that need work need to come way down. For brand new construction, I don't see the prices coming way off. Mm -hmm. All right. I, love, I love that. Hold on. Let me, let me just stay with that. So <clears throat> how did you answer that? What was the question? Well, again? It's, if just because there's a shift, if there is a shift yeah. from a seller's market to a buyer's market, yeah. are we going to see a significant de decrease in the price? And, and, I, and I ask this because I've, I've talked to some people that say, well, remember 2008? And I'm like, well, that's kind of a completely different situation, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where there's a huge drop in the, in the price of houses. I don't think that we'd see that because it's a completely different situation. But are you going to see, do you think that home prices will drop in any significant measure? Well, hang on. Let me just let me just jump in because I remember 2008 vividly like everyone else in this room. But um, prices didn't drop sharply in 2008. It was just that people couldn't sell as fast. And you had a lot of things that were sitting on the market. The difference in the Hamptons is, is that people can carry their houses for a lot longer than other markets. Right, right. So if they mm -hmm. can want to command a number, they can command a number. The other problem with the, the problem for a lot of people in 2008 were the people that got caught up in the whole uh, financial rally. So if you were caught in that and then 
you were in a position where you had like your adjustable mortgage rate was about, and you were like, you know, you were like a, a you know, a bartender or, or something, but you know, you, you had, you were carrying four houses, then you had to get rid of those houses at a, at a, at a loss. Right. But in general out here, most people are, you know, are liquid enough to withstand it. And a lot of people during that time had, I, I know uh, a lot of real estate agents during that time had some of their best years because there was so much opportunity for people to buy in at, at a, you know, a, 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 small, a significant discount, mm -hmm. but it wasn't like a 30%, 40% disaster. So let, let me just, my <laughs> usual advice to the seller who, who owns house or houses is the market very rarely goes down in the Hamptons. It will flatline during those three years of bumpy national averages. But um, I, think, I think most importantly is, is if you're a buyer, um, the market won't come to you unless you bid it accordingly. Right. right. So what I mean by that is like the best buyers have a real broker and the broker and the buyer strategically bid on everything that looks worthy at any level. There's no emotion on the bid side, right? If you're a buyer, you don't care whether you offend somebody on the sell side. You're bringing an offer based on the price you're willing to pay. Right. Mm -hmm. So if it's a $2 million ask and you're willing to pay one five, bid one five. You don't care if the seller doesn't counter. You don't care if they don't if they get mad at the. So the, the trick is to have a good broker and go out there and make a bunch of bids because the market won't come down, but the seller of an individual home will come down. So don't expect the market to come to you. Find the house you want and see if that house will come. Okay, to so you. that's an interesting piece yeah. of advice. And yeah. that just happened with me actually. I had a house at two four nine five and it went into contract at two one. And the, sell, and the seller said yes. And the seller said yes. Okay, so hold on. Stay with this, right? So that's exactly your point. Is, is Jen going to ask the seller to reduce the 2-1? Or is the buyer going to bid 2-1 and force the seller to come to us? Right now, during the next three to six months, I guarantee it's going to be smart buyers forcing savvy sellers to accept a bid that they should take, where in the past we'd force you to wait. That's right. Because I, I, I would be waiting. In three to six months ago, we're waiting for full price. Now it's like any good bid with a solid buyer, we're taking it. This is where having a right agent and, yeah, and knowledgeable about the market comes into play. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so totally. it just proves your point. Um, okay, so let's so just an overview of the market since we've been on this. Let's go to Steve with the numbers. What have we seen? Sure. Over the past week, there were 17 listings that went into contract from West Hampton to Montauk. When you compare it to the same week last year, 2021, there were 37 listings that went into contract. So we're seeing a year-over-year -year decrease of 54%. The same week in 2020, there were 35 listings that went into contract. When you compare it to this week, it was a decrease of 51%. So we're seeing both a decrease in 2020 and 2021. The breakdown of those 17 transactions this week, there was one between six and eight million, one between four and six million, seven between two and four million, eight under two million. Over the past week, there were, the dollar volume um, hit 51 million. When you compare it to last year, the dollar volume this week was 99 million. So we're looking at a decrease of 49%. When you go back to 2020, the dollar volume actually was shot up to 72 million. So we're looking at a decrease from 2020 of 30%. This week, inventory coming onto the market. This is a big one we're all paying attention to. This is the sixth week in a row that the inventory is up by 29 listings with 46 new listings coming onto the market. And the breakdown of those 46 listings are one over 20, six between 10 and 20 million, one between eight and 10 million, two between six and eight million, eight between four and six million, 13 between two and four million, and 15 new listings under $2 million came onto the market this past week. All right. Anything under a million? 
Well, there's 15 <laughs> under two. <laughs> I, I, I love that. Here, here's the glean the the from that number in, in terms of just broker speak, right? Now is the time to be an incredibly savvy buyer, right? Right now, because you're going to get a flux of inventory. Mm-hmm. Like the buzz in the office is, there was, I was in the office yesterday and then this morning, finally real houses to go show. That's the buzz, right? Yeah. The brokers are hearing, finally I got inventory to show people. So if you've been a buyer and you've been sort of waiting, now is the time and you want to be aggressive and you want to be, because you're not going to get five or six bidders up against you now. You're just going to be the better bidder, be the better bidder at the right number mm-hmm. and, and, and hustle it. And right at the tipping point and of right, this market. Exactly, right now. You said something kind of interesting. So is like, is the reason why uh, new construction is still, you know, can command such a, uh, a stable number, is it just because it's like, that's what it costs to build it? Like, you know, it's like the- yes. You know, hundred percent yes, because you do the math on land is two, yeah. my build is three, I will pay five. Right. It's Where like, if I'm buying a Reno, it's just math. It's just like you exactly. Know, if you I'm want... buying a Reno, though, I don't get any of the infrastructure from the older house. Right. Right. So if I'm buying a new house, I get new infrastructure and I can value the land. Right. If I'm buying a Reno, I can't really give the house the full value, so I can give the land the full value, but then am I am I supply chain tied when I try to do the renovation? Versus I'm paying this. So, for example, a specific story, Will, Will and I, my partner, did a deal last week in, in um, East Hampton Village. Gould, a Gould Street. Brand new construction. Never hit the market. In a bidding war. I mean, that's a massive sale on Gould. Right? Sure. But yeah, it's new it construction. There sure. was three people willing to go over ask. I think it went over five, 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 Well, eight, people right? don't want to wait to buy a piece of land, hire an architect, hire a contractor. Yeah. They just want to buy and be here. Mm-hmm. Correct. And if you're and taking for it. if you're taking that kind of risk, I'm going to take a risk on a new house, right? Because right? I know I've got the New York State, you know, protecting me on the Lemon Law. I've got yep. the you know warranties from the builder. I'm on a and the street. reputation of the builders out here are just exactly unbelievable. Exactly. Love new love new Watermill Crossing. Exactly the same thing. You know, yeah. love the new construction. It's easy to sell. All right. So let's uh, let's shift to look. It is Memorial Day weekend. So that's this is it's like party time, man. That's it. It this really is, is party time. Where, where will we find Dave this weekend? <laughs> it was a long. Winter. Wasn't it a long winter? I know. Oh, it feels man. like a long winter. It was a long winter. <laughs> I am so happy it's Memorial Day weekend. I am so happy it's warm outside. So my top pick for uh, this week, we're gonna have a few. We're gonna do a couple of them. Sure. Because it's special, Steve. You know. Love it. It's a very. It's a special moment here. So live music at Calissa's in Watermill every Thursday night all summer. This is a Greek restaurant in Watermill. It's has nothing scene. to do with Watermill Crossing, why we mentioned it. <laughs> but um, you said it's a real scene. You said it's yeah, really nice. It's really fun. Really? Um, it's Sweet. like Greek food? I, mean, I haven't been there. Greek, Greek food, food. Good fish. Later in the evening, fish. there's DJs, bottle service. And do they have like the fish like on ice? <laughs> they, do they have the fish yeah. like, on ice? Where? Yeah, you can go there, pick your own fish. That's they cool. Grill it up, cook it up. That's really cool. It's a party scene. It's a, it's a good vibe. What time is the um, live music start? Uh, it starts at 7 o'clock. So great. It's going to be good. So <laughs> the next pick is uh, there's going to be a concert in the park at Agawam Park Woo-hoo. at 5.30 p.m. on Sunday. Sunday. And that's going to be with Nancy Atlas. And that's sponsored by Saunders and Associates and Watermill Crossing. That's right. And you can come down and you can see Jen and Ed there. Yeah. 
And they'll be buzzing around there. Are you going to be handing out anything out? Brochures? You got little. Of course, there's always little something going on. There's yeah. a lot of giveaways for Watermill Cross. There's some great giveaways. There's some great giveaways. running around the office. There was like a little football. Those parks are great. The concerts in the parks. You can bring your family, friends. You bring pizza oh, across, you know, a bottle it's of wine. Best. Kids are running around. Oh, Sunday night. You never miss that. That's like, a, yeah. that's, like a, that's like a guaranteed thing. Awesome. All right. So then you have the Whalers, which is, which is a great reggae band. And that's playing at the Stephen Talk House Saturday. Nice. Uh, and that's going to start at 7 p.m. There's a lot of live music going on. This yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you got um, Wolfer Estate Vineyards has the Sunset Fridays. Okay. And that's going to be with the Lynn Blue Band. Nice. Nice. But, I mean, come on. Wolfer Estate Vineyards. That's a good so nice. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a Beautiful. Yeah. It's a great gift also, by the way. If you need, like, a business gift, that's a great thing to do. You, you, give, you give, like, you know, a few bottles of Wolfer wine. It's like somewhere in the bottle. It's a perfect yeah. Hamptons gift. It's a perfect gift. Um, and then there's an art show at the Montauk Beach House. So we're not going to, there's no live music here, <laughs> but you can, uh, the Montauk Beach House is cool. And there's a local artist. She's very cool. Lindsay Bardwill. Um, and there's going to be, uh, you know, food there. Um, and you can come stay for the art and also stay for the party. So that's going to be from 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, that's on 55 South Elmwood Avenue, the Montauk Beach House. Man, it's another place. I haven't been there either. Man, I got to get out. Beach House? Get out. The Montauk Beach House. I haven't <laughs> been there either. Um, all right. And then finally, this is a really fun place to go. Very cool spot in Sagaponic. We encourage you to go. It's called the Sagaponic Distillery. Um, and you can go there. They make their own vodka there. They also make their own gin. And... You, you, you were telling me they make their own um, whiskey there. Is that true? Yeah, they're starting to make whiskey, and they have picnic tables outside and food trucks, and they have, they have music. It's really right. a fun place to hang so out. That's cool. So there's, a, there's food trucks there. That's yeah. new. They have different food trucks. So the trucks new thing is, is that there's food trucks. Yes. That's the cool, that's the cool thing. So that's kind of, I think that could be like a, a really fun thing to do also this weekend. Food trucks are an awesome summer thing. Yeah. It's like a great, like, casual fun yeah. eat out sort of thing. Just be very sure that somebody in your party is a designated driver or you hire a driver or you're Ubering around. Well, that's just always good advice. That's good. Just very good advice yeah. for the Hamptons. For uh, sure. So, all right. So big weekend. Lots going on. <laughs> Finally summer. Enjoy. That's your Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Great. Ah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> the tagline. Um, all right, that's good stuff. Ed and Jen, let me just toss it back to you guys. Anything else you want to add before we close it out? So we're also having Hampton Coffee Company come on Saturday morning to Watermill Crossing site. So you can stop by, see the site, talk to Ed and I on Saturday from 9 to 11. Perfect. Okay. I guess the one thing I'd add is for those of you families who've bought a house here or you're looking to buy here or you're living here, participate in this, in this Hampton summer. Right, go out to restaurants, go to local gigs, because oh, I feel yeah. like it's the first time in two years we've go been able, as hard we, as possible we've been to, able to actually go out and do things. And I feel for the local businesses who finally get to turn it on, mm -hmm. right? Let's blow this joint up. Let's yes. have a really good summer. Let's have some good times. Let's, let's make sure that as we move into the fall that the businesses are here making money and they stay around. For, for the full season, if you know what I'm talking about. So thanks yeah. for everything. You're here. That's a perfect way to end. All right. Thanks so much for listening, Thank everybody. Thanks for joining us. I'm Andrew Dowd. That is what's happening in the Hamptons.